Hey guys, it's Samantha at Fairy Acre Homestead. I hope everyone is having a wonderful day. I realize that it has been a good while since my last podcast. Just know that it wasn't from lack of trying. It's just been really, really busy for us. Um, dealing with some health issues and just the holidays and all that fun stuff and keeps you busy. I've got two kids and I think I'm always doing something with them or for them. And some days it feels like I'm doing everything. So, but I wanted to hop on here and I wanted to give a chat. Um, a couple of new things have happened here on the homestead. Um, we added a couple of new chickens. We decided that our tiny rooster was done being bullied. So we separated him and then bought him a couple of little girls. We've got Taffy and Millie. They're little bantam layers. And I'm pretty sure Taffy is the most adorable little chicken I have ever met in my life. She fits in the palm of my hand. She is nothing but feathers. And she's fluffy. And she's just so mild-mannered and so sweet. And then there's Millie. <laughs> she has a great hat and a flighty disposition. Perfect for our jerk chicken curly. Um, another thing that happened is we had to say goodbye to a couple of our roosters. Um, butchering is never easy, especially when you've grown attached to the critters that you have to say goodbye to. We did take the opportunity to turn it into a homeschool biology lesson for my daughter, who was extremely fascinated. Um, she couldn't wait for her daddy to show her what a brain looked like, and she thought that was so cool, and she took a sample of the blood, and she looked at it under the microscope, and she, you know, if there's an opportunity for learning, it's a great thing, and since she wants to be a veterinarian, we, we figured it would be a good opportunity for her to learn about the inner workings of a chicken. Granted, you know, hens are a little different than roosters, in that hens can lay eggs, but... It's still something something that she enjoyed, and the roosters were delicious. Um, I tell you, I have never seen prettier broth or stock off of a, a chicken than what we got off of these birds that we raised ourselves. That stuff was gorgeous. I'm actually looking forward to the next time we raise to butcher. So, that that's good. My husband is finished with his shop for the most part. All that's left to do is some electrical wiring and putting in the lights. He's got them installed. He's just got to get everything wired up and add it to the, you know, get it all wired up so it works. Sorry. I'm trying to do something. Um, some things, we've got some things growing. My temporary greenhouse is working absolutely beautiful. Sorry, <laughs> probably ought to put my phone on silent. Hold on. Um, anyway, the greenhouse is working perfectly for what I had intended. All of my sprouts are looking fantastic. They're growing beautifully. Here before too long, I'll be transplanting them into bigger pots before I finally put them in their official home in the garden. Still got a couple of raised beds to build, but... Those are coming along. It's kind of hard to get things done when the sky is constantly opening up and pouring on us. I'm 
actually getting a little bit tired of the rain, as is everybody else. It's about to the point you walk out in my yard and you don't know if you're going to be walking or swimming. Everywhere you go in my yard right now, it is a mud puddle. Um, most of our grass is pretty much non-existent due to the constant tracking of the dogs and the chickens and the kids and ourselves as we try to get across our yard to look at things. So I'm ready for it to stop raining. We can't even get the lawnmower out right now to cut the front yard where the grass is actually growing because nobody goes in the front yard. Um, it's pointless to go out front. I mean, it's pretty and everything we need to do is in the backyard. So our grass is un unbelievably long, as is our neighbors, who my husband cuts for them regularly. We did add some really cool plants to the to the yard this year. Um, Tractor Supply caught me as I was picking up chicken feed one day, and I may have left with more than I really, really needed, but I added a gogi berry plant. I've always been fascinated with them. I've never eaten them. But I've always wanted to try them, so we are now growing gogi berries. And then we picked up blackberries and two kinds of raspberries, and we picked up, what else was that? Oh, it's called a loganberry. So this is a cross between a raspberry and a blackberry, and it looked very fascinating. So we planted one of those two. Also got more strawberries started, got our potato towers going. This weather is just absolutely perfect right now. Um, well, minus the rain. The temperatures are perfect right now for getting outside and playing in the in the dirt, getting the garden ready. We're all really excited. Today, Lowe's caught me as I was coming home from the grocery store. Why do they have to be right next to each other? It gets me in trouble every time. But we picked up today some spinach and some lettuce, which I had already intended on growing because those are two of my favorite things to eat. But they had celery. I have never seen our Lowe's carry celery plants. So a six-pack of those made it into my basket, and they came home with me. So now I'm growing celery. Um, I'm thinking growing it might be a better option for us, considering when I buy it from the store, I tend to waste it. We don't use a whole lot of celery. It's not a favorite in the house, but every now and then, you know, a recipe will call for it or you're making something that needs it. So I was thinking if I'm growing it, I can go cut off a stock or two as I need it and just let it grow. So we, d we did do that. Strawberries are getting ready to come up and we've got our blueberries are blooming. Oh my goodness. I have one bush that is just full of those pretty little blooms. Everything else, all my other bushes are still a little bit on the younger side. So probably won't get blueberries from them, which I'm okay with. I know it can take several years for that to to start producing. And as much rain as we've had and as soggy as everything is, I can understand why they don't want to produce right now. It's kind of bad. Um, what else? Any other good updates that I can think of? I think my brain is just fried for now. Um, but what I wanted to talk to you guys today is neighbors. I follow several pages on Facebook about homesteading and farming and just the simple way of life. And I noticed recently there's been a trend on bad neighbors. 
neighbors are complaining, neighbors are not letting their dogs, um, aren't, aren't controlling their dogs, their chickens, whatever. I just hear a lot of bad rap on neighbors. And then I hear, then I read a post the other day about how today's time, people don't really know their neighbors. They're very private. They don't want to talk to anybody. But let me tell you, neighbors are a blessing. Get to know your neighbors. I live right in the middle of town. I have neighbors pretty much on every side of me. And if it wasn't for their support, we wouldn't have our little homestead right here in the little town of Edgefield. I appreciate my neighbors. They are a great resource. If I need to go out of town, I know I can count on my neighbor, Gary. He's absolutely fantastic. He'll come over. He'll throw some feed to the chickens. He'll feed the dogs. He'll gather my mail. I even let him get the eggs as a thank you. And, of course, you know, I always bring him home a treat whenever we go out of town because he's, like I said, he's fantastic. Then we've got our neighbors across the street who, if I need a board cut and my husband's not home, I take it to him and say, hey, can you help me with this real quick? Quick to jump in, quick to help. Neighbors across the street keep an eye out and let me know if things are a little out of out of the ordinary or if they notice something. And then there's my other neighbor. I have one other neighbor. There's five houses on my street. And Mr. Mike and his mom and aunt are just some of the coolest neighbors. Mr. Mike works for a nursery. So... Anytime they get ready to throw something out because it's root bound or it's just not selling or the pot was broken, he brings them to us as well. He shares them with all of the neighbors. I've gotten some really cool plants. Recently, it was some ornamental garlic. That was cool. And let's see, what else did he bring me? He brought my husband a ton of, um, what did he bring in? Oh, hostas. My husband has a thing for hostas and elephant ears. Mr. Mike brought my husband a ton of hostas and elephant ears. And my husband is just over the moon so excited. Oh, we've got a banana tree. I had always wanted a banana tree and I had never gotten one. But Mr. Mike had some that were thrown out and he brought them over and said, hey, here you go. Enjoy. So it's great to have neighbors. They're a great resource. They're great if you have an emergency. I know that if I need to, I can call Mr. Mike's aunt and she will happily walk over and keep my children for me and my kids adore them we um and in return for them being awesome i mean we do keep chickens and they do get to be kind of annoying especially our roosters and and i know that sometimes in the summer when we're composting and the chickens are needing a good cleaning after a big rain it can kind of smell a little bit which is something we try to keep under control because like i said we are in the middle of town and don't want to become a nuisance and ruin all that um awesomeness but we we also share every year we we get eggs we've got vegetables coming out our ears anytime we have an excess we take it to our neighbors because they deserve you know to see a little bit of the bounty that we we have since they're willing to put up with us. Because I know a lot of um, urban homesteads deal with bad neighbors. Neighbors who want to complain about your chickens or even those people that live in um, homeowners associations. 
Oh my gosh. One of the options when we decided to buy our house was in a homeowners association. And I flat out said, no, I don't want someone telling me how I should paint my house or what I can grow in my front yard. I want my yard to be edible. Every plant that we put in our yard, I research it thoroughly. Granted, we do have some that are not edible and some that are definitely edible that we grow just for looks. Um, but I know that in the event of an emergency, say grid down or whatever, we're taken care of and I might be even have enough to help my neighbors a little bit. And, you know, having good neighbors, it's like having a good family. You can count on each other. You're a great source for resources and support. Not, you know, I just, I think you should get to know them. Go out of your way a little bit. Take them some cookies if you don't know them. Go introduce yourself. Say, hey, I've lived here for a while and I've never actually had a chance to get to know you. I would like to get to know you. Kind of, you know, kind of on the creepy side. Because I know a lot of people kind of side-eye you if you're overly friendly. But I'm just overly friendly by nature. I talk to everybody, including the millions of passerbyers. Yep. Sorry, all my kids uh, walked in. And I don't have the ability to... I haven't figured out how to... Um, what do you call it? Edit my podcasts. I've, I've got to figure that out. But, um... So, get to get to know your neighbors. Talk to them. Don't, don't be afraid. You never know what you'll learn. They might actually have a little wisdom for you that you can build on. And it doesn't hurt to have someone in your corner should something happen. But, uh... Before I go, I wanted to share with you a little recipe... It's not, a, it's not anything, you know, super fancy, but recently my kids and I have been really, really into strawberries. I know they're not quite in season yet, but I had to start a new diet that limits what I'm allowed to eat. And strawberries is one of the things that I can definitely eat and I absolutely love eating. So I thought, okay, I'm going to dress it up a little bit. And everybody's familiar with the traditional whipped cream. I do chocolate whipped cream. And not just chocolate, but I do dark chocolate whipped cream. And it is just out of this world. And it's really simple. So if you're used to making your own whipped cream, you know, heavy heavy cream and a little powdered sugar, whip that up, but substitute a little of your powdered sugar with some Hershey's dark chocolate unsweetened cocoa powder. You will never look back. It is just absolutely amazing on cocoa and on strawberries. We're just, you know, out of the bowl with a spoon if you're anything like me. But I hope you enjoy it. And I hope that you have a lovely, lovely week. And hopefully it won't take me as long to post another podcast. It's been kind of a crazy week. Things are starting to pick up as I... Get ready to get the gardens in and waiting on the red buds to bloom because I'm ready to go mushroom hunting and that's something exciting. I'll have to bring that to another podcast, but all kinds of stuff. I've got a farmer's market planning meeting on Tuesday and I can't wait to jump in and see where this year goes. So until then, I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful week. Mm-hmm.